Today's bonus episode of the Buttecast is brought to you by Park Street Liquors. If you're looking for it, Park Street Liquors has it. Stop by and see Tom and the crew today. They can assist with your corporate event or wedding by helping create and plan your wine and spirits menu. They can also point you to the finest whiskeys, regional spirits, or the latest RTDs. Park Street Liquors. Call 406-782-6278 or stop by at 133 West Park Street. Make your story legendary. Now, let's get this thing started. Welcome to the Butte Cast with Bill Foley. It's a podcast about the greatest city in the world, Butte, America. Amen. Let's meet the people and characters who make Butte the richest hill on earth. Now, here's my dad, Bill Foley. Today, I wrote about my dogs. Of course, they were both sitting at my feet as I hammered away at the keyboard, giving me a constant reminder of the subject at hand. Ever since I can remember, I love dogs. I absolutely love them. I got my first dog when I was in kindergarten. Someone abandoned a little black pup in our neighborhood, and I begged and begged until my mom let me keep her. I named her Samantha, and I only had her for about six months before she was killed chasing a car. The next spring, we went to the pound and got Butch, a female German Shepherd and Husky mix. My dad gave her a boy's name because she looked a lot like his old dog named Butch. Five years later, we added Shannon. Her mom was a purebred golden retriever, and her dad was a mutt who could jump a fence. In 1999, I got Sadie, and she is the reason I still live in Butte. In early 2001, I had a very nice job offer at the Missoulian. I wanted to take it, partly so I could return to my college party town ways. However, I could not find a place in Missoula that I could afford to live that would let me have a dog. So, I stayed in the mining city. A few months later, I met my wife. If it wasn't for Sadie, my three kids would not be here. Now, I have Bandit and Boogie. I didn't name either of them, but they are my best friends. We walk around the Big M at least once a day, usually twice. They follow me around the house like they are lost puppies, and they bring me and my family so much joy. Every dog story is a sad one eventually. This one, though, is not one of those just yet. When it came time to write a column, I looked at my dogs and figured they were as good as any subject matter I could come up with. So, today's column is about my dogs. You can read it for yourself at ButteCast.com. Tapper Light. Nothing can beat man's best friend. If I could ever offer a genuine goodwill blessing to anyone, it would be this. May you find something that makes you as happy as Bandit on the other side of the door. Bandit is my beautiful old English setter. She is the smartest and best dog I ever had, and she loves the other side of the door. She really is beautiful. She is white with a bunch of black spots. When I get her shaved down for the summer, people ask me if she is a Dalmatian. The owner of her mother named her Bandit because two black spots cover her eyes as if she is wearing a Bandit's mask. At night, Bandit loves to play a game where she goes in and out of the front door about 10,000 times. Every time she walks through the door to the other side, she is as happy and proud of herself as can be. 
It doesn't matter if she just came in 30 seconds ago. She wants to go back out. It is not what is on the other side of the door as much as it is crossing over. The look of satisfaction on her face as she heads out is only topped by the look when she comes back in. Even though she makes watching television a little difficult, Bandit is in heaven, going in and out. Bandit came into my life about a month and a half after my old mutt Sadie passed away in 2012. I was heartbroken by the loss of my best friend, and I wasn't looking for a new dog just yet. One night at work at the Montana Standard, though, reporter Nick Jeevok told me, I still have one of Sapphire's pups. Until I met Bandit, Sapphire was the prettiest and best-behaved dog I have ever seen. Nick knew someday I wanted to get a dog just like that. Bandit was 14 weeks old. She was still available because a sale to a hunter fell through at the last minute. If only that hunter knew what he was missing out on. On May 5, 2012, Nick brought Bandit to me before I left work at the paper. You won't believe how quickly she gets attached to you, Nick said, knowing the breed of dog well. I told my kids to stay up late because I had a surprise for them. My daughters, then nine and two, loved her right away. My son, who was four, was mad because he assumed I was bringing him a toy. Bandit was definitely not a toy, but she ate a bunch of them. She ate toys, shoes, power cords, bowls, spatulas, and anything else she could fit in her mouth. During our honeymoon eight years earlier, my wife and I traveled all over Las Vegas so Kim could find a specific pair of Harley-Davidson sandals. We finally found them at a small shop in the airport. Bandit ate those sandals. She left them in shreds, and Kim has never been able to find a similar pair. I talked Kim out of killing Bandit that morning, but by then we both decided she was the last puppy we would ever have. While she was always awesome to be around, you had to keep an eye on her at all times. She was more work than a baby. After a few months, though, Bandit became the absolute perfect dog. She was the dog I had always wanted. Bandit was the best running partner before my body broke down. She would go with me all the time, jumping in and out of Silver Bowl Creek as I ran along the trail near Rocker. If I ran seven miles, Bandit ran at least 21, and she was always looking to go again. Bandit doesn't have a mean bone in her body. She would literally never hurt a fly. One time she accidentally caught a bird, and I really think she felt guilty about it. Sure, she will bark at people on the other side of the fence, but she will just try to lick their face if they open the gate. Bandit is so attached to me that, in 2016, I had to give in and let my oldest daughter get another dog. She said Bandit was too focused on me. Plus, she wanted a lap dog. I have always subscribed to the Ron Swanson theory that any dog under 50 pounds is a cat, and cats are pointless. Then, I met Boogie, and he changed my mind. Boogie is an off-white Shih Tzu Lhasa Opsa cross that we rescued from Sandy, Utah. No, I didn't climb through a window of a burning building to grab him just before the roof collapsed. I met his foster parents at a PetSmart and gave them 150 bucks. Not exactly Tommy Gavin and Rescue Me, but rescue is the pretentious way to say you adopted a dog. I want to be pretentious. Boogie is about a third of the size of Bandit. He weighs 22 pounds, but he is pretty sure he is a St. Bernard. He keeps our family safe. He sees that as his job and he takes it seriously. He is so serious about it that he doesn't like anybody but the five people in our immediate family. Thanks to Boogie, our house is safe from axe murderers, burglars, and little girls on their bikes. He controls Bandit too, often chasing her to her bed so he can have my lap all to himself. Just like Bandit, Boogie always greets me when I come home like he hasn't seen me in years, even when I forget something and return to the house just seconds after I left. He sees me coming home through the front window. He puts one foot on the windowsill and uses the other to swipe the blinds open. When I sit at my computer to write, the dogs are almost always at my feet. They follow me from room to room, even the bathroom. 
Boogie is always full of surprises, too. We had him six years before we knew he would howl along with me when I whistle. It is so cute that it might actually be illegal. Like with Bandit, Boogie is always there to join me no matter what I do. I can go for a long hike, watch football, or sleep all day, and I can always count on my best pals to join me with unbridled enthusiasm. That is why they call them man's best friend. The cruel thing about dogs is they don't live very long, and every story, movie, or song about a dog is a sad one in the end. At least it is sad until you get your next dog. As George Carlin once beautifully put it, life is a series of dogs. I feel sorry for people who don't have at least one. A life without dogs is no life at all. Bandit and Boogie are getting older and showing signs of age. We think Boogie is about 10. We know Bandit's birthday. They both are slowing down, but Bandit is slowing much faster. She doesn't want me to lift her in and out of the truck because she is proud, but I think she appreciates it when I do it. Bandit is 11 and a half, and Google tells me life expectancy for English setters is about 12 years. Ankle biters like Boogie seem to live forever. Someday way too soon, I know Bandit is going to pass through to the other side of the door one final time. Hopefully, I have a couple more years with her, and I try to make every day last as long as possible. When she goes, I know I will miss her until the day I die. Like Mr. Bojangles, I'll be grieving after 20 years for Bandit and Boogie. But at least I know their memory will always make me happy, and I know they will live forever in my heart. Every day they have lived with me, they have made me as happy as Bandit on the other side of that door. Proud to be from you, America, USA.